Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. Today we got a guest host, man. The, uh... One of one of our most faithful listeners, faithful supporters of the podcast, man, Max Million. What up? Hey, what's going on, Chase? Man, glad to be back on here as a guest host. I definitely do listen to all the episodes. You know, y'all got some good things to say. Mainly jokes about Dom, but happy to be on. <laughs> oh yeah, man, you guys, this guy, man, I tell you what, Dom Joe, man, he a different dude. He a different breed. Um, oh, they don't make him like Dom Joe, man. Oh yeah, man. I'm not even gonna get into yesterday. So yesterday we were recording the podcast. Uh, my you, my brother, my bro Brandon Brandon Merriweather was supposed to be the guest on the podcast. We was recording, and in the middle of the podcast, Dom Joe go call the phone and say, "Hey, what happened? I got dropped. Cut everybody off the podcast. Cut everybody off the podcast." Man. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. So we just waited to talk that one up, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we'll get Brandon back on here eventually. But yeah, Dom Joe, man, I'm telling you that boy. I mean. There's so many stories with him, man. So many stories with that guy. One time we was with, uh, Simo was on here, and uh, Simo got a call, and it cut us off the thing, and, and Dom Joe said, hey, Dom Joe said, I'm going to call him. <laughs> Dom Joe said, I'm going to call him. <laughs> so he called him. <laughs> he, he called Simo, and he, said, he asked him, he said, um, yo, did you get a call? Simo said, yeah, you calling me, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you calling me. Oh my god! Oh, Joe, boy, that's you, man. That story's going uh, on, man. But it's good entertainment, man. It's it is. It really is. Right What's up, Max? Though, how's business, man? Man, actually, business has taken a turn for the great in the last couple of months, man. Um, so you know, I finally, I think I found the missing key, man. When I started, I thought I'm gonna, hey, I'm gonna do everything. Anything somebody brings to me, I'm going to put a number out there and I'm just going to take that business down. And I was really stretching myself too thin, doing things outside of my comfort level and end up, you know, losing money on some deals. So, you know, I really sat down and said, hey, what am I going to focus on? And, you know, I turned it over to I focus on decks and roofing on the exterior and interior kitchen and baths, man. And then that's what I focus on for homeowners remodeling. And then I moved into a new field where, you know, I went, I've been going to a bunch of real estate um, investment meetings. And I find out, man, all of those people there who flip houses are looking for contractors. But since contractors think it's only for real estate agents, they don't go. So I've gotten a lot of contacts through that. And I'm actually um, flipping my first house this month with the lady I met from there that, uh, you know, she tested me out on a basement bar with her at her personal house. And it worked out. So, you know, things just been going good. And I'm just hoping to keep that going through this year. So Max, uh, man, you so you're saying that you uh, you went back to the drawing board and you had to uh, hone in to some specifics. So what type of um, I guess what type of pain points was you running into in your business as far as you know trying to sell a wide variety of things? You know, it's called, it's almost like the restaurant business where they say you can have a menu of a hundred things or you can specialize in uh, have a little short menu of six things. And you, when you really go up to the, like the 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 chefs, the the best chefs, the best chefs got like seven things on their. Uh, on their on the list of menus to get for the day. You know what I'm saying? So what's your, yeah. what's your thought process on that? 
Yeah, so I guess the biggest pain point was I wasn't able really to price things out right. So uh, a couple of deals ended up losing money, and that was just simply because we were doing things that we weren't used to or my guys didn't know what they were doing. So when they did it, we did it wrong. We had to go back and fix it, stuff like that. So, you know, I pretty much – my slogan used to be, hey, you know, we do everything, and stuff was coming out not great, not how I liked it. So it's kind of like with the chefs, man. The chefs that do everything, they, you know, they do everything just kind of okay or good. But if, when you hone in, you can do things great. And that's really, in this business, what's going to get people to come back and get people to really like your stuff. So I had to just slim it down to what we were best at. And it's, it's kind of worked out for the best. No, yeah, that's real, man. Um, I was looking at somebody's, somebody's quote the other day and they were like, man, at the end of the day, focus on your product. Focus on your product, man. Um, sales, marketing, all that stuff is great, but at the end of the day, product is what's gonna is what's gonna keep business in for you, man. Focus on your product. I don't care what you're selling, what it is. People care about the product because that's what they pay for, and you know that's real. Like that's where that's where most of your repeat business is gonna come from is the performance that you give, um, the service that you offer, um, how well your software is, how well your your actual app is. Those type of things. That's how people. That's what. That's how people like. Just think about. Like I was at the um, Forbes thing. There's 100 million people out here doing technology. 100 million people got different apps. I was actually sitting next to a table where a guy had an app for a digital business card, and two tables there. And I was talking to him. I was like, "Yo, this is pretty cool, man." He was like, "Yeah, man, we're the first in the industry." I was like, "Nah, I was, there's a guy two 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 tables down doing the same exact thing." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah, man. Exact thing, man. Got, <laughs> got, this, got the same QR code, the same business code, the same same exact business plan. He was like, "Really? Let me go check them out." So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I was like, but at the end of the day, like somebody's going to win that space of the digital business card. Somebody's going to win that space, um, and it's really going to come down to how well one of their pe- one of their products is. Like, who's does it better? Who's more uh, user friendly? All those different things like that. Like, who has a better user experience? When there is, because I'm going to download an app, I'm going to try it out, but who says in the next week it won't be down, uh, deleted, or in the next hour I won't delete it. Um, so that's, that's, that's how I see about that, man. That's kind of interesting with you and your sense that you come to that conclusion that, you know, your, what you offer is, um, you know, going to help you out on your pricing, but also as far as your repeat customers honing in on what y'all want to do. Yeah, the, the biggest thing is, man, being a new company, I'm sure everyone, um, who tries out to do something on their own experiences is I don't want to turn away any business. I want to get as much business as I can. But, you know, what I realized is chasing everything was taking away time from what I was really good at and, you know, taking time from my repeat customers and making sure that I was keeping them happy. Yeah, man, you can't be out there like a dog chasing cars in the front yard. No. <laughs> <laughs> all the cars, all the cars going by. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. Um, did you see the Did you see the MMA fight? Did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, man. I actually watched it down at the uh, casino. Put a little, you know, I was betting on the games out there Saturday, and I betting on the fight too. So I bet McGregor was gonna lose, man. He's downhill. Oh yeah, man. If this ain't the, if this ain't the, I'm about to start watch, stop watching him, man. If this ain't the guy capitalizing on the on front runner, on front runner, <laughs> boy, I gotta tell you, this is this. Hey, is, man. If I if I didn't know better, I don't think he was from Philadelphia. What? <laughs> Philadelphia, oh, man. They, they talk a big game. They ain't got nothing to back it up. Oh, yeah, man. It's all a bunch of bark, hey. no bite. So much barking hey, just, and no biting out there, man. Uh, just talking smoke to get that money up, and then they come out there and lose. 
Yeah, man. I had to, there's a couple guys I had to stop following off of that. Danny Garcia. <laughs> I had to get off that. <laughs> had to get off that Danny Garcia train. I had to get off the uh, Adrian Broner train. Like oh, I can't handle. Yeah. I can't. Can't have a guy. Then he gonna come out here to talk about rematches, and I almost left a comment on that man's page. <laughs> almost left a comment uh, on that man's page, bro. You, at no point in the fight did you look like you had that under control. Right? At no point. Nah, he's just looking for the money, man. That's all they're looking for nowadays. Yeah, man. And uh, I, I know he didn't want to mess with that Khabib guy. That Khabib guy a little crazy. I'm keeping honest with you. You know what? <laughs> Hey, Khabib was taking that stuff serious. He didn't have no idea about the business side of anything. <laughs> you know hey, what I'm saying? Khabib done lost his look, mind in there. I didn't see in the way that the people that surrounded Khabib reacted at the end of the fight. If the crew you roll with is that crazy, <laughs> I don't oh, want to yeah. mess with the head of that crew then. <laughs> I don't oh, want to yeah, mess with man. the head guy. Khabib had no idea. I was looking at something on there, and they was like, he was talking to him in the fight, and he was saying, you know, talk now. Say something now. What you got to say? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, they said McGregor walked back to his huddle and said, "It's just business." <laughs> I want to hear nothing about no. I want to hear nothing about no business, man. He over here beating your face, there, boy. Hey, I, man, oh. it's a different. He a different animal. He don't care about the money. He, he out there to kill you. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen, man. Um, so yeah, uh, Max Max worked on a uh, did his first student housing turn. Uh, Max, how did your experience go from that? What you learned from it? Uh, what you uh gain from it and um you know what you see you can benefit or grow in that space going forward yeah man so it went it went well um it honestly it started off a little rocky at first uh at first i think i focused more on we were doing everything to the detail and we were just kind of moving slow um so you know the student housing guy actually called me a week into it and was just like man i don't think this is gonna work um you know you guys aren't getting enough rooms in and you know it's his job to make sure these rooms get turned otherwise his his um you know, he's on the line. So he was just like, you know, we might have to go with the guy who did it last year. Um, nothing against you, but we just got to make sure it's going to work. So, you know, I, I called him back that day and I said, look, man, just give me till Monday. Um, you know, I'll turn around. This is, you know, the, our first time doing it. You know, there's going to be growing pains with a new contractor. But, you know, man, I, I can guarantee you by Wednesday of next week, um, which is four days that, you know, be a complete turnaround and we'll have either enough rooms done or we're going to bring more people. So. That Monday, man, I came in double the amount of people and, you know, we started knocking out the rooms in the, in the pace and we actually ended up finishing early. So, um, the biggest thing I learned is that, you know, we got to basically the, the timeline is a lot shorter than what I'm used to. Um, you know, I'm not used to doing that amount of volume, that little time. Um, what I really want to work on is getting my labor down because I kind of controlled the problem by just throwing more money at it and getting more people. So I didn't end up making as much profit as I had originally thought. Um, but next year, now that I've been through it and know what it's going to take, um, you know, I think I can use about half the labor force and almost double my profits. What's up, man? So conflict resolution. So obviously you had a conflict where you had to resolve it with, um, obviously the, the guy that was giving you the contract. Um, did y'all, did, did, how did you go about that? And what was your, obviously you just said that, you know, you decided that you gave him some experience and gave him some guarantees and all those different things like that. Did you have to show up on the property and do anything yourself? Had to put eyes on the situation? How'd you go about on-site management? Um, well, so we had um, uh, two guys. So we had a Monday, Wednesday, Friday guy, and then a Tuesday, Thursday guy, just because um, they're in summer school. So one at class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one at class Tuesday, Thursday. And they were kind of the ones that were overseeing it. But, um, you know, when that happened, I went down there myself, and then Ray also went down there. Ray Keys was helping me out with it. 
And the biggest thing was, I think the real reason why he didn't fire us was because it wasn't quality that he was upset about. Um, you know, if you can get the quality right first, it's something I believe in, you know, you can work on almost everything else. But if your quality is terrible, you really got nowhere to go from there. So it wasn't the fact that we weren't doing a good job. We just weren't moving fast enough. So um, we actually called around and talked to some uh, companies that did their turn painting, um, you know, kind of acted like I was just looking for some bids and kind of act like how they um, try to figure out how they did it. And, you know, I found out they were using 18 inch rollers where we're using nine inch rollers. And then I found out that they use guys, they had a set guys who just did the rolling with the 18 inch. And then they had a set guys who just did the cutting in with the paintbrushes, basically like the lines, the ceilings and the doors. And so we've pretty much switched up the whole way we painted. And instead of having a group of five guys responsible for painting the whole room, we had, um, you know, three groups of four, um, four, four rollers, four cutters, sorry, four rollers, two cutters in one room, four rollers, two cutters in another room. And just kind of rolled that way, and it ended up working out. ATS rollers, man. Hey, when Dom Joe found out about them ATS rollers, he said, boy, you can swipe a whole wall in one swipe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, cut my time in half. I didn't know about these 18-inch rollers either. I'm, I'm used to the 9-inch rollers. Um, that's all we're using. He was telling me about the 18-inch rollers. I was like, man, this is this is a godsend here. Hey, Dom Joe looking for a whole wall roller. Just, just one swipe. <laughs> I you know, bet, man. Well, man, you know him, but he, he he pushed that, he pushed his paint turn to the limit. But um, <laughs> down there, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty good stuff, man. That's the first turn. Um, these solid opportunities out there. Hopefully, like you said, like we said in the beginning, um, you know, um, the quality is what's going to give you a fight, a fighting opportunity. So when things start hitting the fan, if you're doing good work, people are willing to work with you. If you're doing good work, you'll probably have repeat business next year, and you'll probably get more business as well. So. Um, now it's just basically being able to handle the handle the growth capital wise, um, and moving forward. So yeah, man, that's good stuff for you. Good stuff, man. Um, so what's the what's your what's your plan going ahead going ahead with uh, with Saber Construction? What's your what's your plan going ahead with that? What y'all what y'all looking to getting into? Y'all obviously said that you kind of honed in on, you know, what your what your business expertise are. Um, what's your vision going forward as far as growth? Or extra fields, like where where do y'all feel like y'all growth plan is going forward? Uh, I mean, going forward, we're really focusing on this investor route. So, um, you know, the the nice thing about investors is they know what they're doing. They don't fall in love with the house; they're only doing it to sell, and they do multiple houses a year. So it's it's great repeat business. Um, whereas before, you know, I wanted to look for kind of the big contracts and would think that you know the little contracts I would do here and there. But I found out that. The big contracts, the little contracts, investors, they all pretty much take the same amount of time. It's what are you getting on that return for the time? So with the investors and doing whole house flips, it might take me the same amount of time as doing somebody's kitchen, and I might make a little bit less money, but they're giving me 10 to 15 houses a year. So um, I'm really trying to network through them and you know doing good work through them. They know real estate agents who also refer me to their clients for some smaller jobs and um, you know, just going to a bunch of meetings with them and stuff like that. It's really helped out. And that's where I'm really focusing most of my time. I actually repartnered up. So I had a previous partner. Things didn't work out. Um, you know, it turns out we kind of had the same skill sets and we're good at the same things and not great at the same kind of things that a company takes to run. So, um, you know, kind of what I learned is that I need to find somebody who's good at what I'm bad at and, um, is, you know, bad at what I'm good at and, I kind of found that and he's running my, our, you know, decks, roofing, kitchen and bathroom division for homeowners. 
so he's kind of growing that side of the business and I'm kind of growing the investor side of the business. So we're, we're pretty much doing well now. And so it was just, you know, taking a look at what I really wanted out of the company and what I needed and just kind of executing from there. That's good stuff, man. So, um, I guess, do you guys, um, y'all are in the Maryland DMV earlier. How far, how far around do you guys work? Um, just for everybody listening. Yeah, that's nothing, man. We shortened it down. We only do Northern Virginia now. So there's there's so much work in Northern Virginia. There's really no reason for us to go outside into D.C. and, and Maryland. It was just a lot with the different rules and regulations. And, you know, I had to have a couple of different business licenses. So I kind of canceled those and just only focus on Northern Virginia. And it's uh it's been growing from there. That's good, man. That's good. Sounds like y'all boys is on the, on the right path. Um. I guess as far as what what I'm working on right now, um, we are just just got done hiring a uh, a guy for the director of business development for Helping Hand, who um, young gunner, hungry, ready to, ready to direct some sales and business operations here. So he's gonna be selling in the uh, in the Virginia area for Helping Hand, um, specifically security, probably maybe a little commercial thing, um, but also in the Philadelphia. Um, Kentucky areas, Ohio. Um, what is your experience with brand new hires? How much do you go in the train? How much do you let them go see what they can do? Uh, I guess I want to see. I want to hear your process when you hire somebody new. Do you do you, what's your, do you oversee them or helicopter them? How do you how do, how do you go about a new hire? Man, I'm I'm definitely a helicopter kind of guy when I get a new hire till he proves to me that he knows what he's doing. Um, you know, my biggest thing is I can't let him out there and he does something or says something that I can't recover from. So for the first, you know, however long, it, <laughs> Hey, for the first, however long it takes him, I, I'm out there with him and I'm making sure, you know, Hey, just shadow me. You know, you don't got to say anything, just soak it all in. And then, you know, I'll, I'll give you a personal test on my own. And then when I see that, you know what you're doing, I'll let you out there, but I'm too small of a company where something like that, man, that could really hurt me. I think this this um the guy that I am that I'm hiring, I think I'm gonna let him go a little bit. I think I'm gonna give him a little rain and then I'm gonna check on him. But he already knows he don't work he done already been fired from me once. So he already knows exactly what to expect. I'm a production based guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so when, when I go when I go back and check that spreadsheet, if I don't see no if I don't see no progress on that spreadsheet, man, I'm trying to tell you. Hey. That'll, be your last day. That'll be your last days around here. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh man. So you fired him, but you, you gave him another chance. You let him come back. Yeah, man. I try to find as many other people I can find before I bring him back in. <laughs> <laughs> they say, hey, don't tell me this is a guy that uh, took a couple steps back to get the running head start and jump up on the balcony. Nah, nah, nah. nah oh, okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> I said, you can't bring him back. That's Nah, nah that'll get you fired right there. <laughs> nah, this guy, this guy, he got fired for a two-hour lunch. Fired him as soon as he oh, showed back okay. up. <laughs> Fire oh, you turn back up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, oh, one thing about, that's one thing about giving a guy a leash. As soon as you show up, they 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 think that leash is loose. At least they tighten up on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Yeah, man. Hey, man sometimes you got to set an example. Yeah, I had to. I'll never forget that. That man went home, went, went, went left at 10 with his friend, showed up about 12 30. I said, and, and, showed up, <laughs> and showed up with his lunch in his hand. I said, what is he doing? <laughs> Oh man, yeah. so he, he probably do not take man? no longer than 30 minutes now. Oh man, hey, let me find out. Hey, I'll fire him again he might, so quick. Hey, that's one thing I've got no issue with. 
Yeah, that's, that's one thing I don't got no issue with, man. I don't got no issue with letting a guy go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to let him go if they don't do well? See, that's my problem, man. I don't. I find it hard to fire guys, man. That's why I try to teach as much as I can because I give them a couple chances. Yeah, that's good for you. That's good for you. That's not how I can operate right there. I'm a, produ- <laughs> I'm a, I'm a production-based guy. If you don't produce, uh, you get fired. If you're trying to produce and, you, and you're not working within the uh, expectations of work, and you get fired. So the only way you don't get fired is if you produce and you do and you, and you do everything how you're supposed to do. Like you know what I mean, that's one thing that me and Dom Joe talk about is that won't be the reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That won't be the reason. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get fired for coming late to the meeting. I'm not going to get fired for uh, you know saying like if I'm going to get fired it's because I'm not a good player or not a good football player. Like that's one thing I'm not going to get fired for. I'm not going to get fired for <laughs> things I can. My my jersey's untucked. I'm not going to get fired for for for. for um, for uh, uniform misinfractions. Like, I'm not going to get fired for those things. Like, hey, my, my you can't get fired for what fired. you can control. Yeah, my man should never got fired for the two-hour lunch. You know not to take the two-hour lunch. So as soon as you show up, <laughs> just, as soon as you show up, just give me your shirt. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you just had your hand out ready for him. Just fold that thing yeah. in there and head on out. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, hey, you see that guy <laughs> that just left your ride? You might want to bring him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, uh, that's what that's what that's what we doing. I just hired a guy, so he's uh he's working on that right now for helping hand side. Easy turn, obviously. We're still heading down the funding side. We got a couple meetings here coming up for that. Um, no, don't don't bring up the easy turn funding, man. I'm still I'm still a little salty about that one. Hey, man, that's one of that's one of the most uh, epic meetings in the history of meetings, right there. For everybody that don't know, we'll go ahead and get y'all this story before we get off of here. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and quit, quit, quit playing around. But uh, I, well, first when I started Easy Turn, man, I, I came to my best friends. We had a meeting about helping hands, and I brought them this great business idea <laughs> and, and gave it to them on the ground level. I mean, like $5 investment level. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, all of them was, all, all of them, I'm not going to name the names that was in that meeting. <laughs> But it was a couple big name guys, a couple big name guys, man. And uh, everybody walked out of there and they said, uh, sounds good. What about the helping hands? What are we going to get with that? Because, you know, helping hands already done well and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody didn't want to hear about the, the technology software that we was trying to get done. <laughs> oh, man. They wanted to know the facts of the situation. Where's the, where's the, where's the money at? You know? Ray Key specifically kept on asking me about helping hands in the middle of my easy turn. <laughs> in the middle of my easy turn presentation. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. That was crazy right there. Um, yeah. That's not true. So, Let me tell you this story. Chase did bring this idea up, and I told him, I said, Chase, look, I got a lot of money in a project right now that I, I won't get out to about January or March. Let me, let me throw my money in there in, in January or March. So you're like, all right, come January or March, Chase sent me a disrespectful evaluation <laughs> evaluation <laughs> of his company. So I couldn't afford it at that point. So, you know, I, I thought we were great, good enough friends that he would have gave me his initial offering. But at that point, you know, it was too late for me. It, it had surpassed my bank account at that point. You know what, Max? I'm not even mad about your situation because, you know, at least you came back and revisited it. All the other guys in there, I'm just sitting on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it went, it went, in, it went in one ear and out the other. When they, out they, don't even, they didn't even remember there was an app at the end of that appointment. Yeah, man. They, 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 I can't believe Ray keeps asking me questions about a whole different topic in the middle of my presentation. <laughs> Not disrespectful. 
man. And speaking of my man Ray Keith, man, I just got an alert that the new Google Pixel 3 is coming out. So tell that man to get on that, bro. New Google <laughs> Pixel 3. You know, man, he's you know, an Android phone lover to death. Oh, yeah, man. The funniest thing that ever happened with that situation is when you told me that you thought your phone was broke because pictures were so blurry. The Instagram was low. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm over here looking up Apple tech support thinking my, my phone got problems. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's, that's hilarious right there. That's classic. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, Max, what do you think about this U versus Virginia-Miami game coming up? Man, I'm excited. I'm going down there. I'm going to be tailgating. 7 o'clock game. I think we got a chance, man. I, no offense to Miami fans, but Miami, the name Miami gets them a couple extra points in the ranking field. Um, you know, I feel like if there was a stat out there, I don't know for sure. I got to ask my man Dom Joe because y'all know he would look it up because he don't know no stats, but act like he does. But yeah. check out my man Dom Joe. I'm sure Miami must probably got the most losses as a ranked team in the ACC. They got to. Hey, I believe they know, got Dom, you. So. You know Dom Joe, what he calls the University of Virginia. We the, we the U killers. The U killers, man. Ever since the uh, 2007 uh, Orange Bowl, the last, or not the Orange Bowl, the last game in the Orange Bowl, man, uh, when we came down there and beat them 40-something to seven, they ain't been the same since, man. They, they just stumbled hey. trying to stumble back up. They ain't been the same <laughs> since. Hey, we've had that number, man. I think, uh, you know, we, we had a rough five years there. You know, I think we only had, what, three, two winning seasons, but uh, our work against Miami, I think, was four out of five years we beat them. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Dom. We've had the number. Hey, if, if everybody don't follow the CTC podcast Instagram, man, it's must follow page. It's a must follow page, man. I'm gonna get Dom Joe to do the you killer sign, the you killer sign for you guys. <laughs> he, already, oh, he, already gave you, he already gave you the cut the check sign. He got the you killer sign that he got right in his back pocket as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, it better be better than that cut the check sign, man. That cut the check sign. I don't know, hey, dog. He might gotta re- revisit that. Hey, he, he he gets a little he gets a little testy about people talking about that sign, man. You know, he gave he gave that sign. <laughs> that's his official sign when he gave it to him uh, when he gave it to him at the spring game. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of animosity built up into that that to that thing right there. You ever see the guy give cut the check to his own fan base? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he, he might gotta revisit that check the check sign, man. I tell you what. Oh uh, yeah, that's hilarious right there. But uh Max man, we appreciate you being on here as guest guest of the podcast, man. Uh guest host of the podcast. Max, our most faithful faithful listener, man. Uh tell the people again where they can reach you at, where's your, where's your company, Instagram web, <laughs> website and all that stuff. Yeah, man. So we're at um just Saber Construction is our Instagram account, and then it's saberconstruction.co for our website and you know, you can email us. Uh, we do free estimates. We're in the Northern Virginia area for now, unfortunately. But, you know, roofing, decks, kitchen, and baths, man, that's what we focus on. And, you know, we'll make sure we do a good job. Take care of you guys. Solid, solid, man. So a couple of points that we took away from this thing, man. Quality wins. Quality service. Quality products. Quality gives you a chance to fight. Um, you know what I'm saying? Another thing that we want, don't run your mouth if you can't back it up. I'm running my <laughs> back it up, man, and take things take things serious. Understand that if you're a dog, do what dogs do. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're gonna do, man. At the end of the day, we're a dog. We're gonna take the Khabib mindset. We're gonna beat it into them. We're gonna beat their head into the ground, pummel them, and then we're gonna jump into the stands <laughs> and say, "Then we go jump into the stands and say, who else wants some? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who else wants some? Gotta man? let them know. Yeah, man. Gotta let them know. This, since this is a Miami week, man, I gotta tell y'all boys a little story before we get over here. It's Dom Joe's favorite story about me. Um, pre-game of the University of Miami game Thursday night. Thursday night, man, I catch the punt. You know, 
when the pregame, how you catch the punt and we about to go do the huddle up thing or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was, a couple, there was a couple fans back there heckling me in the back. A couple fans back there heckling me in the back, man, right before I caught the punt. You know, I just glanced out <laughs> the corner of my eye, seen them, seen them, and just seen them running their mouths or whatever. So as soon as I yeah. caught the punt, threw a bullet right at them. Threw a bullet right at them, man. <laughs> I remember threw that. A bullet, yeah, threw a bullet right at them, man. So just let them know what type of – that we're not here to play, man. We didn't come here to play. We came here for war. So uh, that's the Khabib hey, mindset right the tempo. there. Yeah, that's the Khabib mindset, man. We ain't here to talk. <laughs> right? So that's what we're going to do this week, man. Check, 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 check